Hello everyone. You are listening to the Where Do I Belong episode of the Higher Education While Black podcast. I'm your host, Trinice Robinson, and today's podcast is about the sense of belonging in black students on predominantly white institutions. Today, we're going to dive into the lack of sense of belonging in black students, what causes these experiences, and how this affects graduation and retention rates. We'll also discuss how black organizations, and including Greek life, can increase the sense of belonging for these students. Later during the podcast, I will bring a special guest who will discuss her experiences as a woman of color at a predominantly white institution. In podcasts about student affairs topics, we don't often hear the perspectives of students, so I'm excited for you to hear about her unique experience. Like most rights and privileges in America, American higher education began as a way to increase the status of rich, white, Christian men. As women and eventually people of color began to create their own institutions and integrate colleges and universities that were historically for white men, higher education institutions began to evolve. Fast forward to today's institutions. Diversity and inclusion are a part of most of their mission statements. But are PWIs actually embodying inclusivity or are they only looking to increase diversity on their campuses to increase enrollment? Can an institution claim to be diverse if they are not supporting the underrepresented students on campus to ensure they graduate? These are the questions to consider while listening to today's podcast. In a study conducted by Daniel Solorzano and Tara Yosa, African-American students reported feeling invisible in their classes, being excluded from study groups because they were thought to be less intelligent, and experiencing students and professors having lower expectations of them simply because of their race. These microaggressions caused them to feel drained, disconnected from their peers, and insecure about their abilities. Some students explained that experiencing microaggressions in a class caused them to drop the class. Others left universities due to their experiences. Claude M. Steele illustrated in Race and the Schooling of Black Americans the basic assimilationist offer that schools make to Blacks? You can be valued and rewarded in school and society, the school said to these students, but you must first master the culture and ways of the American mainstream. And since that mainstream, as it is represented, is essentially white, this means you must give up many particulars of being Black, styles of speech and appearance, value priorities, preferences, at least in mainstream settings. This is asking a lot. For too many black students, school is simply the place where more concertedly, persistently, and authoritatively than anywhere else in society, they learn how little value they are. Microaggressions, discrimination, assimilation, and racism create a negative racial climate for black students in academic and social environments on campuses, which directly affects their success in their classes and if they choose to interact with other students. Solorizano and Yoso explain that the negative impact on the students' academic and social interactions results in the creation of counterspaces. One counterspace for Black students is the Black Cultural Center. A study by Lori D. Patton illustrated in her article, Black Cultural Centers Still Central to Student Learning, found that Black Culture Centers give Black students an opportunity to, give, to get involved on campus take on leadership roles, and build community. Black culture centers also encourage black students to have pride in their culture and their identity. 
These culture centers serve as a place of comfort away from the stressors stemming from being a black student at a predominantly white institution. Greek life is another kind of space for many black students. Since the early 20th century, Divine Nine sororities and fraternities have allowed black students to build community and encourage them to achieve academic excellence. Lindsey Greerbill and Donald Mitchell Jr. conducted a study on the effects of historically black sororities on black women at predominantly white institutions. The study found that the women involved in these sororities gained a level of support that was rooted in their intersectionality as black women students at PWIs. These sororities also allowed them to network and build community, provided leadership opportunities, encouraged them to do well in their classes, while also encouraging them to have high standards in every aspect of their lives. The women also spoke of being motivated to become good global citizens through community service. While these counter spaces provide a reprieve from the pressures of being black at a PWI, they also offer social support, encourage academic excellence, mentorship, and act as a safe space for these students. Now I have a special guest with me today. Her name is Anna Bain, and she'll be discussing her experiences of belonging at a predominantly white institution. Anna is a graduate of the University of Kentucky who served as the president of the Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated before graduating with a Bachelor's of Arts degree in elementary education with a minor in English focusing on African-American literature. Now, Anna, what was your experience, in, experience at a PWI prior to joining any multicultural organizations? My experience at a PWI prior to joining any multicultural organizations was learning. I was surrounded by people and a part of different groups, but did not truly feel a part of them. There were tons of people trying to get students involved on campus, but I felt like the events were not made for people that look like me. Great. I think that's something that a lot of students of color face at predominantly white institutions. Now, how did joining a historically black sorority affect your sense of belonging? Joining a predominantly black Greek letter organization affected my sense of belonging for the better. First, one of our principles is scholarship, and my grades skyrocketed when I joined because we were required to do study hours weekly. Um, I became involved in the community, not only on the campus, but inside the city. Um, we also targeted events for other minorities on campus to give them information that they deserve to have. We talked about health issues. We got people registered to vote. Um, and then also sisterhood. I felt like I truly belonged on campus and I found a sense of belonging with other women that were like-minded. Awesome, it's nice to hear how much your sorority helped you with your college experience. Now, in your opinion, do you feel minority serving organizations, fraternities and sororities included, need more support on college campuses? Yes, I do believe that they need more support, and that could be from faculty or funding. A lot of times you see on campuses, minority organizations do not receive the same amount of funding or for the same type of events. If a minority organization wants to throw a party on campus, it's a lot more paperwork or you don't get the same amount of funding or you get torn down for it. Also, with the faculty, it seems like we have to fight for people to be advisors and uh, they need more support. Awesome, thank you for sharing that experience. Now, my last question, 
How would having more support help these organizations? Having more support would help these organizations by being able to recruit more people, helping people feel at home at their PWI, and helping the retention rate of minority students on campuses. When you look at the retention rate and the data on minorities at PWIs, they have a ton of people freshman year, but they either decide to go to a university closer to home or drop out completely because they don't feel like they belong on that campus. And so if other minority organizations would receive more support, other minorities would feel like they would have a home away from home. Awesome. Thank you so much, Anna, for taking time to give your perspective as a Black woman at a predominantly white institution and your experience in a historically Black sorority. I really, enjoy, I really enjoyed hearing your point of view on the subject matter. Thank you for having me. So how can institutions increase the sense of belonging of Black students on their campuses and as a result, increase their retention and graduation rates? I would address this issue by consciously hiring more Black and Brown faculty and staff members. This will increase the sense of belonging in Black students because Black faculty and staff members are more likely to understand the issues that Black students face at PWIs. Black faculty and staff members also often serve as mentors for Black students, which will help these students get more acclimated to the institution and boost their confidence. I would also ensure that multicultural centers are receiving the funding they need in order to effectively help the students they serve. It is not enough to only fund Black cultural centers because that would be ignoring the intersectionality of Black women, Black students in the LGBT plus community, and Black students who also identify as bi or multiracial. For these students to have a sense of belonging, the institutions must support their multiple identities. Increasing the funding of these centers will allow them to provide more financial, academic, and social support for the students they serve. By increasing the funding for multicultural centers, institutions demonstrate that diversity, equity, and inclusion are priorities on their campuses. Next, faculty and staff members would be required to receive monthly diversity training on different topics related to race and ethnicity, sexuality, gender, religion, students with disabilities, and veterans. Employees would also receive training on advocating for students and different offices that they can refer students to, especially when dealing with a crisis. These trainings would increase multicultural competencies of the employees at the institution, and it would create an environment of inclusion and acceptance for students. I would also put less of a focus on recruiting Black students and more of a focus on retaining Black students. It is irresponsible to recruit Black students and post their pictures on university websites without consciously working to retain these students. The retention and graduation rates will continue to be lower than other races if this does not change. There needs to be more of an emphasis on getting Black students involved on campus, especially in leadership positions. There also needs to be more people of color and faculty leadership positions outside of diversity, equity, and inclusion, specifically in the STEM programs and in director, provost, and president positions. Once more Black students are being retained, more Black potential students will begin showing interest in the institution. Then we can begin recruiting more of these students. Lastly, I would ensure that Black organizations, especially Black sororities and fraternities, receive the support that they need. 
These fraternities and sororities often go without the recognition and support from their institutions that white fraternities and sororities receive. By increasing the support for these organizations, I'm increasing the number of students they can serve and increasing their resources. These few steps will help black students have a better sense of belonging and increase the graduation and retention rates of black students. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Higher Education While Black podcast, where you will hear the experiences of black students, faculty, and staff, gain an understanding of the black experience in higher education, and learn how to be more effective in assisting black students.